Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Helen. And you're listening to the Squiggly Careers Podcast. This episode is part of our Skills Sprint series. We've recorded 20 episodes, each of them are less than seven minutes long, and we hope they'll help you to build some career development momentum. In every episode, we talk about a squiggly skill, what it is and why it matters. We share an idea for action from each of us and give you a go-to guru and a podcast episode so you can learn more. We'd really like you to turn your skills sprint into a learning streak. And so for everyone who completes 20 days of their streak, we'll be offering you a free five skills to succeed in a squiggly career virtual workshop in September. If you post about your progress on social and you tag us at AmazingIf and we'll be in touch to tell you more. And in this sprint, we're going to be talking about self-awareness. And self-awareness is a really important skill in a squiggly career because there's so much happening. We can get distracted by other people's opinions and expectations. There are shiny objects that look really appealing on the surface, like job titles and grades and all that kind of stuff. But unless we dive a bit deeper and we understand what's really driving us, they aren't always the decisions that are going to make us happier for longer. And when we're talking about self-awareness, it's not just about understanding yourself, which I think sometimes is the assumption we make. It's also about about understanding how other people see us too. It's sort of a two a two way thing we're trying to work on with self awareness. So my idea for action here is something that I think you can do by yourself, but also works really well within a team. And that's to ask yourself some contrast questions. So these are questions that are designed to almost be at either end of the spectrum to help reveal something about you and also about all of you. And you get to choose, you know, what what you share with other people. But we thought the best way to bring these to life is to have a go at them. And you hear us sort of talk about ourselves. So we'll do a couple uh, live now as an example. So first contrast questions. I'm at my best when... I'm at my worst when. So Helen, if you were answering those, what would that be? We, let's say within your working week. I'm at my best in my working week when dot, dot, dot. Uh, so I'm at my best in my working week when there is something that needs to be moved forward fast. And then if I was going to answer the second one, my worst when, I'm my worst when there is a like a decision to press pause and talk and reflect because that urge to kind of keep moving forwards, that's quite sort of jarring for me. So I think I can sometimes find that quite difficult and probably respond in quite a difficult way to it. What about you? I'm at my best when there's lots of space for ideas and developing and creating in a week. I also love loads of variety in a week, so I like no two days to be the same. I'm at my worst when I feel rushed, 
or that maybe I'm not thinking something through properly or I'm worried about things going wrong. And so even there, you can hear in both what Helen and I were describing, you know, if you just say to someone, be more self-aware, and people talk a lot about that, like in organisations, we need everyone to be more self-aware, but then I don't think we are practical enough about then, well, what does that look like? And then what's the so what? What's the so what from that self-awareness? We talk a lot about coupling awareness with action. And so even if you just listen to Helen and I there talk about ourselves at our best and at our worst, it doesn't mean that you can't ever have the bits. I can't get rid of sometimes needing to make decisions fast or sometimes needing to make progress when things are not going to be perfect. But I think it helps you to be agile and it helps you to adapt because you've got that awareness. Well, also seeing it and hearing it from other people's perspectives helps you to understand and support them a bit more and also spot where there could be some conflict. So I would say Sarah's best is my worst and and vice versa. So it's it's either complementary or creates conflict, but even just, you know, it's about how you see yourself, how other people see you. Just being able to have that conversation is a really good starting point for this. So a couple of other contrasting questions, just to give you a few more examples. The thing I'm looking forward to most is... And the thing I'm looking forward to least is, so like look forward to your week and just just see what's what you're getting excited about and what's draining your energy. And then perhaps something to look back over, so to reflect back on, and you might do this over the past month. The thing I'm most proud of is, and the thing I'm most disappointed by is. So again, those are just self-awareness questions that will just help you to understand yourself a bit more. And then you can start to figure out the so what that goes alongside that awareness. And I think Sarah's questions can link really nicely with my idea for action, which is all about regular journaling for reflection. So as a person who doesn't find it easy to sort of press pause and reflect in the moment, I do find that having a regular routine of journaling really, really helps me. What I tend to do is just free write. Like I have a nice pad and I have a nice pen and I always just do like one page and I just free write what's going on at the moment. But sometimes a bit of structure can be really useful. So for example, you could use those contrast questions that Sarah has said and just spend you know a couple of sentences in responding to each of them that would be really useful another thing that I do sometimes is I'll do facts and feelings so if I'm journaling because I've got a lot going on and my head feels a bit messy what I find really useful is to write like what five facts that are going on right now like what's this actual concrete facts and then five feelings and even when I've written it all down and got it out of my head I can read what I've written and I feel like I get more self-awareness as a result and it's just it's just a healthy exercise for me to do quite regularly. So our go-to guru on self-awareness is Tasha Yurik, who has a brilliant TED Talk that I'd really recommend watching. And that's where we borrow our definition of self-awareness from, this idea of not just understanding yourself, but how other people see you too, which is why the other skills sprint on feedback is particularly important to go alongside this episode. And if you want to learn more by listening, episode 246 of our podcast is Six Ways to Accelerate Your Self-Awareness. So thank you for listening to this skill sprint. We hope you found this and the other episodes in the series useful. We'd love your feedback. You can email us. We're Helen and Sarah at squigglycareers.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on an episode in the sprint. So that's everything for this sprint. Bye for now. Bye, everyone. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You did something for the first. 